the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. It is the five o'clock hour on a Friday on Bob Bernie Live. Thank you for joining me. Uh, my number eight seven seven Bob Live eight seven seven two six two fifty four eighty three. Um, th- th- this is a story. I honestly admit, I don't know whether this is a problem or not. I don't, and I can't know because. Because of who I am and what I am. Well, what am I talking about? Here's, here's the headline. Ohio representative pushing for bill aimed at stopping hair discrimination. Now, when I first saw that headline, I thought, what? What do you mean hair discrimination? How ridiculous is that? What, who, who ever heard of hair discrimination? And then I read the story. Uh, Here it is. An Ohio representative and Columbus City Council member are pushing for a statewide bill that would stop a person from being discriminated against based on their natural hair. House Bill 535, also known as the Crown Act, would prohibit discrimination based on hair texture and styles. The bill's nickname comes from the acronym Creating a Respectful and Open World for Natural Hair. Uh, It goes on. In early 2021, a dozen states and several cities across the U.S., including Columbus, passed the act. Columbus City Council member Shayla Favor co-sponsored the measure in the city and is now working with State Representative Juanita Brent to pass it statewide. Quote, The passage of the Crown Act ensures that folks can show up as they are to work with their hairstyles of their choosing and not be discriminated against. Okay. Again, when I, when I first saw this, I thought, that's ridiculous. What are you talking about, hair discrimination? And then I looked further into it, read the rest of the story, and there was an accompanying video with some woman, some women, some black women who were talking about their hair. And all three of the women had said in years past, not recently, but in years past, uh, they were told that if they wore their hair naturally, curly, kinky, uh, Afro, uh, they couldn't get a job. Uh, that they had to get their hair straightened 
because uh, they felt that natural hair for a black woman could be offensive to some people. Now, whether that's really true or not, I don't know. Uh, If it is true, well, that's wrong. It is wrong. But here's my problem. Um, I, I try to apply the principles that I talk about on this program constantly to the things that I evaluate. I try to be an LTD. Listen, think, discern from a biblical point of view. And I try to use the same principles that I encourage you to use when I evaluate a story. So, when you begin traveling down a road, uh, okay, you know where I'm headed. If you begin traveling down a road, don't look where that road will take you in a mile or 10 miles or 100 miles. Look where it will take you in 1,000 miles. Here's my fear. If this is really a thing that African-American women are discriminated against because they simply want to wear their hair natural, I'm on their side. They shouldn't. But my question, my honest question is, are people going to take this to an extreme? Will people show up for work where they are greeting the public, dealing with the public with outrageous, crazy, over-the-top hairstyles that would be very offensive or inappropriate or distracting from their job. And their employer comes to them and says, you know what? This outrageous hairstyle that you have chosen is really hurting your relationship with the public. It's distracting. It's offensive. And I'd like for you to change it. Well, my fear is that if this legislation passes, that that would be impossible. And there are always people who try to take things to extremes. So I don't know. I just found it interesting. And again, I admit it's a topic I know very little about. And obviously, I can't identify because I am getting less and less hair all the time. And I just wonder if this legislation passes, if it will cover... uh, balding old guys that they wouldn't be discriminated be well anyway i don't know we'll uh, we'll i just found it interesting and we'll watch that is it a real problem i don't know but this is a real problem last year was a record year in many ways one of the most tragic is that we set a brand new record in America for drug overdose deaths. Over 100,000 Americans died of drug overdoses in one year. The most 
ever. The experts are attributing it to two things. Number one, isolation. Uh, I am of the opinion, and I've been very clear on this, I don't think the lockdowns worked. I don't think the masks work, personally. Now, if you think they do, fine. I, I won't even argue with you. And I'm serious. I won't. I won't. I just. I just don't think they're effective. I don't think they really work. And the lockdowns cause so many people to feel isolated. The people who had not turned to drugs did. So they first attribute this to isolation because of COVID, and then secondly, an increase in the supply of drugs. I'm not an expert on anything, but I know this. The border crisis on our southern border has allowed drug dealers freedom to bring dangerous drugs into our country at unprecedented levels. I know that. So these are two policies of our current administration, the lockdowns, which created enormous feelings of isolation, the border crisis that still is not being dealt with. I mean, it's been a year now, and it still is not being dealt with. And um, I honestly believe that much of the responsibility for this brand new record of drug overdose deaths in one year lies at the feet of the current administration. And I don't say that lightly. I really don't. I need to take a break. When we come back, um, I, I cannot believe, speaking of the current administration... I cannot wrap my brain around a recent decision by this current presidential administration. I'll share it with you when we come back. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. All right, this is a head shaker. A story you read and you just shake your head and go, what? What? What, what, what were they thinking? And particularly if you listen to this program on a regular basis... All right, let me give you a little background, and then I'll I'll give you the story. If you listen to this program on a regular basis, probably once a week, at least twice a month, I share with you a story about another slaughter in Nigeria of radical Muslims against Christians. The uh, Fulani herdsmen, which are radical Muslims, Al-Shabaab, or other radical Muslim groups 
active in Nigeria. Sometimes it's once a week, at least twice a month. I share with you a story about another massacre. massacre. It was just last week. Fulani Herdsman went into a Baptist church in Nigeria, shot two people dead, took 60 people hostage. The whole world watched as three times now schools have been attacked in northern Nigeria and 100, 201 case, 300, I believe it was 365 kids kidnapped by radical Muslims, many of them killed, others sold into sexual slavery. And again, if you're a regular listener, I these stories hit close to home for me it's just because I was in Nigeria. And I was in Nigeria in the area where all these things are happening. And so that's just a little closer for me simply because I've been there. All right? Nigeria, northern Nigeria, is a slaughterhouse of Christians by radical Muslims. All right. That is a fact. That's not exaggeration. That's not debatable. It is a fact. With that in mind, let me read you the headline from today. Federal religious panel appalled at Biden administration for removing Nigeria from watch list. Here's the story. The top federal religious freedom advisory panel has condemned the Biden administration for removing Nigeria from the U.S. State Department's list of countries of particular concern. The list is called the CPC, Countries of Particular Concern. Continuing, the U.S. Commission on International Religious Freedom which is a federal government commission created by the International Religious Freedom Act of 1998, consists of commissioners who are appointed by the president and a bipartisan group of congressional leaders. Quote, USCIRF, that's the Commission on International Religious Freedom, is disappointed that the State Department did not adopt our recommendations in designating the countries that are the most violators of religious freedom, said Chair Nadine Mainza in a press release. She said the entire panel was appalled. While the State Department took steps steps forward on some designations... USCIRF is especially displeased with the removal of Nigeria from its CPC designation, where it was rightfully placed last year. We urge the State Department to reconsider its designations based on facts presented in its own reporting. Quote, Nigeria, which is a hub of Boko Haram, Fulani herdsmen, where approximately, you ready for this, 43 
thousand Christians have been killed by Islamic terrorists in the past 12 years. 43,000 Christians slaughtered by Muslims in the past 12 years. And it's not getting any better. There's no improvement at all. And once again, if you listen to this program on a regular basis, I share with you story after story after story after story. Another a village, another a village attacked by radical Muslims. Another church attacked by radical Muslims. Another school attacked by radical Muslims. And again, just last week, a Baptist church up in northern Nigeria, Fulani Muslim radical herdsmen burst into the church, shot two people dead, and took a large group hostage. That was just last week. Um, Sam Brownback, former governor of uh, Kansas, uh, was the U.S. ambassador at large for international freedom. He is now a senior fellow at Open Doors USA. He said, and I quote, The sudden removal of Nigeria from the CPC list is a serious blow to religious freedom in both Nigeria and across the region. Just when we should be doing everything possible to stop the relentless violence at targeting Christians and others, we do the opposite. This rewards the Nigerian government for tolerating severe religious freedom violations and sends a message to extremists that their actions will continue to go unpunished. People of faith in Nigeria will bear the fallout of this decision, and that is unacceptable. Sam Brownback, former U.S. Ambassador at Large for International Religious Freedom. Why? Why would the Biden administration remove Nigeria from this list of countries where persecution is the greatest? Why? I can't answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.